All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, yo. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to our weekly episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex hit list, and here are my co-hosts live in the wreck with much respect. Alex Marcotti. What's up? Booyaka, booyaka. Bully, bully. Bully, pull up. That, that how you, you, you feeling? The, we just need the air horn. Uh, if I had my DJ equipment set up, we'd be good with that. Yeah. Are, you, are you feeling very airy or something from say, talking like this? Well, with this cold weather, yeah, I'm trying to think it's warm. freezing. You know? Like it, I'm in the islands or something. Now, we've had a very, very generous winter so far. Yes. It's yeah. been unseasonably warm here in New York. But it's just lately, it's just came out of left field. Like, hey, 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 don't forget about me now, guys. You yeah, know, old man winter just came back. And he's yeah. like, hey, I'm here. And it's like funny because uh, my uncle moved into my house from Florida. So he was really, 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 really scared about this cold weather. He moved in about like September, October. And he's been really scared about this cold weather. And I know on Thanksgiving this year, it was freezing. And then it wasn't anything bad. It's been cold some days after that. So. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's not bad. It's not as bad. And lately he's like, oh, wait, now I know what you mean. Like, he's realizing it. <laughs> um, one thing that I wanted to start off the show with today, Marchetti. Okay. And I wanted to explain because this affects me personally. And um, I don't know how you feel about it. I want to know how you feel about it. All right. This is all a surprise. Yeah, this is all a surprise. I know. I, 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 the way I know I've been, the way I've been kind of like doing the show, especially when Charlie was here, is that I just kind of. I, I talk about the. I, I tell you guys what topic, or we, we tell each other what topic we're going to speak about for the day. Yeah. And then there's things I want to just bring up as surprise because I like to have the surprise or the initial on the spot reaction of people instead of it's it sound like scripted or prepared. I just want to see the on spot reaction of things. That's why I like doing things like this. But anyways, this is also non football related. But I just want to see how you act about it because it's something that involves the both of us. Okay. I use your Netflix account. Yes, you do. You, I, I crack up because it was you, your sisters, your your mom, your dad. They all use it. I'm the only non-blood person that uses the account, right? Um, not exactly. There's people that have used it and probably in and out. But for the the time, the, I guess the lifetime that I had the Netflix account, you've been there consistently. So I use it more than anybody, basically. Because well, <laughs> I, I fall asleep and, to it. You and my father. Oh yeah, no, because every time I turn it on, like we use the same uh, section or whatever. Like, who's user, using, yeah, yeah, user. Yeah. We use the same user. I, I abandoned that user. I, I use my sister's. <laughs> user, I know, so yeah, I but every time I go there, for some reason, everything's in Spanish subtitles. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, why is Daredevil hablando español? Con it's like, so goal. Yeah. Right. So, but so now there's this article that my wife sent me. It says, "Bad news for Netflix freeloaders. Time to get your own account." Uh, there is. Um, a company based out of the UK that is doing like Cinemedia that is showing off credential sharing insights that will see the 
I guess, patterns of what people that own the account of how they use it. Okay. And it will stop anything else that's abnormal. So, for example, like, you know, your Florida, your father who lives in Florida, correct? Yeah. And so if he's using it and I'm using it in New York within like an hour difference, they're going to see that. And what pisses me off about it, because when you read into it, it really does say that stuff that um, it will it, it's turn it, it. It says here the technology combats the rapid rise in account sharing between friends and family, turning it instead into a new revenue generating opportunity for operators. As if Netflix wasn't already a gigantic revenue operating system. No, yeah, they're making a lot of money, but you know. This time was going to come sooner or later because it's already known that people share their accounts. Right. Like, if I don't have an HBO account, I'm like, all right, I give you my Netflix account. Right. Oh. And you give me your HBO account. Right? Yeah. And we just share. Do you have a Hulu? I, I, you I know, sh- we barter. So, like, hey, here, here, use my account and I use yours. That way we all save money in, in that aspect. But that time is coming. You know, right now we're living in the, in the, the cut cording era, right? So... All these networks, all these uh, companies, they're sooner or later, you know, they just let it ride, but sooner or later they're going to come and come back and then, you it's, know, it's, but cha- change the spectrum of how we're conducting and, you know, they're going to maximize their profits. Now, don't it's get... It's a business. So no, no, no. There's like, a lot of money that they're losing, although they're making money as is. But no, yeah, don't get me wrong. I totally 100% understand it. 100% I, I get it. I understand it. Truly, I do. Yeah. But just because I understand the point doesn't mean I agree with the point. It doesn't mean I like the point. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it's just so much corporate greed that just pisses me off. You know what I mean? Like they, they even said there that, according to one survey, nearly twenty six percent of millennials use a password from somebody else's accounts to binge watch shows and on and on an online streaming service. Yeah. Twenty six percent is not that large of a number compared to how many are out there. Well, if you look at uh twenty six percent, so you have to look at how much money Netflix is generating mm-hmm. with so the subscription based uh, platform that they have, and you know, let's just throw they're generating let's say a million dollars and twenty six percent two hundred fifty thousand that's a lot. It's you not. It, and that's it, just a number. Now, I, I'm sure the number is astronomical. I, you know. I'm sh- like I said, they're gonna make way more because you know what it was. It, w- it was like really what pissed me off. It was like when the iPhone took out the headphone jack because just for the fact that they could sell these overpriced earpods, these earbuds, whatever those earpods. Yeah, their their justification was because they need to make to more another space speaker. For, yeah, no lies. For I, the efficiency of the phone. It was yeah. just because you wanna know why? Because people are gonna spend the money anyways. Now I never bought the earpods. I never was. I never liked them anyways. I don't, I don't like the way they look. To me, they look like they're tampons inside of ears. I know people love them. Some look, people, to me, they look like tissue paper inside of you. I, I thought, it t- <laughs> yeah, take t- whatever. Just, I, I just, yours is a little bit much more uh, disgusting. <laughs> I, I, I don't like the way they look, yeah. but but some people do. That's fine. That's fine. They do. I personally don't. And it's just it just things like that, like just like pissed me off. I think like I think they even wrote in the article. They said many casual users will be happy to pay an additional fee for premium shared service with a great number of uh, concurrent users. No, I wouldn't be happy to pay for it. I'm happy using your account. That's what do you mean? Many people would be happy to pay for it. No, we wouldn't, because that's why I don't get Hulu, and that's why I don't get other things. I mean, I I get Amazon Prime because I do enjoy the two day free shipping. Okay, that's that's the main reason. That's, that's literally the only reason I have Amazon Prime. I don't watch any other Amazon Prime shows. You don't? No, I have I, Jack Ryan. None, 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 okay. none, none. I, I only time I watch uh, John Krasinski's on The Office, but uh, it's um like my. But I think my wife watched the the Castle on High Hill. 
or whatever, the High Castle, something like whatever I'm not it's called. Familiar. She's watched that. But anyways, the point is, is just that it's 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 coming. It's not here yet. So, it. I, 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 how do you feel about this now that nobody else is going to be using your account? I expect this. It was going to come this day. So you prepared yourself for, uh, for not, years. I'm not prepared. I'm just enjoying the ride. Okay. So I'm just letting it ride, and then when that time that moment comes, I'm sure people are going to find other ways. Yeah, right. we will find because there's always someone that has an idea. There's there's a, cut corners. They'll cut the corner, and then soon some people will find out how to do it. But anyway, well, we just got to ride it. You know, I've been paying it, etc. Whoever wants to use it. Just hit me up. <laughs> it, crack, it cracks me up because one time one of the user's name was the guy who pays for the account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was that. hilarious. <laughs> uh, moving on for the rest of the show, let's get back into football and, well, sports in general because, you know, as we are here in the Better Fantasy Bureau, and it's purposely why I named this thing the Better Fantasy Bureau because I didn't want it to be tied down to one sport. But for the most part, we have been talking about one main sport. The playoffs are still going on. There is still fantasy postseason games. And there is still fantasy talk to that's relevant, nonetheless, that I feel. Yeah. Um, of course, we're going to start getting into basketball and all this other stuff. But this show is back to another fantasy football main topic. And the topic of this one is early 2019 rankings. So I know uh, you and I, Marchetti, we're going to discuss our first top 25 rankings, our top 25. And then we're going to post it on the website. I'll post up your rankings. I'll post up my rankings. On our, and on our website, I mean on Instagram and on our Twitter. Once again, party people, always follow us on Instagram, which is at BFB Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, which is at Podcast BFB. Uh, you could always and see if you agree with. I know most people agree with your playoff picture that I posted up. Yeah. A lot, lot of a lot of people were wrong because what happened to the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's part of football, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I picked the, raw, the, the Ravens, and, you know, the Chargers came out with a great scheme with the seventh defensive back mm-hmm. to contain Lamar Jackson. It was excellent. Nah, I, I had the Chargers winning that. Uh, but, yeah, so remember, uh, once again, follow us, like us, you know, subscribe to us. Ra- Review us. Review. Now, I'm going to play this little clip. I was, I was looking at Gary V's Instagram the other day, and I'm going to play this clip from Gary V because this is true, and, I, and it got me a little fired up because this is how it's going to be. Pay attention to this, Marchetti. All right. This is the f***ing year of subscribe, comment, and share. Rate and review. <laughs> Rate and review, too. And pass on to a f***ing friend that is confused about what's going on over here. That's right. This is the year of subscribe, rate, review, share to a friend, post it out. This is the year that if you have it, and there's been a ton of people that have, and shout out to everybody that has. You know, people that consistently do it a lot, too, like my boy Ferg, my boy Chill Will. Like, they consistently do it. You know, people have done it before. My boy Butch has done it, you know. But if, and, and Moodoo has done it. And if you haven't done it, share. Take a screenshot of you listening to us, you know, post something about us, like us, send it to a friend, write a review, retweet, retweet, whatever, do something. But this is the year. Just write a review. You're listening right now on your phone, I'm sure. Just write a quick review. Tell them, all right, Flex, I wrote your review. Leave me alone. Whatever. I don't care. Just write a review. And we will greatly appreciate it. So let's move on real Let's move on uh, quickly to our top 25 rankings, Marchetti, for this year. And remember, as always here at the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we do our rankings and we talk about our ADPs and everything based on a full PPR 12-team league. Because that's what we generally mostly play, right? Yes. Unless, yes. But you won your standard league. so. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so we'll talk about the that and Marchetti. I want to say... For my top three, I think you agree with the top three as well, right? 
Yeah, I, I, I agree, too. They're going to be between Saquon Gurley and Zeke Elliott. Mm-hmm. That's the top three for next year. I, I think that's fair to say for those top three. So in what order would you have those top three? All right. I was going to ask you that. but um, oh, Okay, but I beat no, you. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Todd Gurley will be one. Okay. You know, he's been the most consistent. Is the great. Is a good offense, mm-hmm. offensive scheme. So I have to go with Todd Gurley there. Number two, Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. And number three, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, I, I would just I just switch Barkley and Gurley. That's that's me personally. I would switch. I would put Barkley number one. He ended up being the number one fantasy fo- uh, running back this year. Yeah, and uh, you know he played every single game. So yeah, uh, but you know by how many points? No, not by much. Point three points. That's fine with me. It's still number one. I was I I would just put him number one. I, I that's just that's just me. I guess no, that's fine. And I'm I can't disagree with you. Because look at it this way. Let, let's just say for argument's sake, next year they put up the same exact points, you know, the point three point difference. They put up the same exact points, but yet you get the cheer for Saquon Barkley that's on your team as Giants fans. Why not? You know? It's gonna he's gonna be doing the same kind of production then. I'm sorry, I have to uh correct myself. Uh Gurley had three hundred and seventy two point one points, mm-hmm. and uh, Barkley had 385. Oh, so he had more. Yeah, eight. It was McCaffrey that was number two. McCaffrey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Number three was Gurley. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so, yeah, McCaffrey was number two. That's why I was like, you're right, absolutely right. Anyways, yeah, so exactly. He had more than point three than McCaffrey. Yes. Which brings us to number four. Fourth Christian, overall. It would be Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. You know what? Why don't we just do it like this? Why don't you just run down... And then, well, what, so Christian McCaffrey got number four, right? Which, yeah. is, which, I, which one reason we have uh, to do Christian McCaffrey is because of the fact that, you know, he led all, you know, I think a lot had to do because of his involvement in the pass catching game. He had the most targets, most receptions, and most yards receiving from all running backs. Yeah, and he's the biggest offensive weapon that the Panthers have. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 um, and, and he also was, like, sixth overall in the year in rushing yards. He was, you know, in the top ten in rushing yards. Yeah, his usage is up there, you know. Yeah. Him and Barkley are high-usage players. And and the talent is up there, too, for McCaffrey. Yeah. He only his sophomore year, so he did great. Uh, so, number, <clears throat> number six, this is maybe my – Number five. Number five, sorry. Number five might be a little bit different. Who you have ranked at number five? Hopkins. You have DeAndre Hopkins ranked number five, really? Yes. Okay, I have Alvin Kamara. Why would you have – DeAndre Hopkins ranked number five. All right, good question. So I have Kamara number six, but if it all depends where Mark Ingram ends up being last year. I mean, next year, if next season he gets signed by the Saints. Well, of course, these, these I'm sure are going to change. These you know these are just early rankings. Yeah, yeah no, but th- the, the reason why is because of Mark Ingram. That's that's the question. So if Mark Ingram is with you know resigns with the Saints, then I'll keep Kamara at six. But if he moves on then that means Kamara is the number one running back there. You know, so his usage is going to go up. Then I'll bump Alvin Kamara to number five, and I'll drop DeAndre Hopkins to number six. To, to, to be honest with you, I, I it, the the Ingram question was the reason why I was nervous about taking him because he was ranked like probably sixth overall this year, yeah. this, this draft. And the reason I was nervous about it was because sophomore year and for the fact about Ingram. That concerned this year's show. When Ingram came back his first game, he only he only had six point four fantasy points with six touches and twenty four yards. That's all he had. The thing is, <clears throat> for the rest of the season after the bye week with between Kamara and Ingram, Kamara's averaged about six more rushing attempts than Ingram, and the way he's using the pass catching game, that's a substantial difference. 
Kamara's used way more than Ingram when it comes to pass catching games. Of course. So honestly, that doesn't scare me at all. His usage with with Ingram, he actually did better this year than he did in his rookie season. His rookie season, he averaged uh, nineteen point six points. This year, he averaged twenty one point eight. So he even was, he was far more efficient this year. Yeah. So honestly, like. That was one of my biggest concerns in the preseason was that people were so hyped up about what he did last year, and I just thought that he couldn't match it. But he did better, he did and better. he did it still with Ingram still involved. So I'm not mad if you pick him at number five. Yeah, I got him at number five. You have DeAndre Hopkins at number five. And at number six, who do you have? Kamara. Kamara, yeah. At number six, I have Melvin Gordon. Okay. <clears throat> so my first half, so the, you know, the first 12 rounds. All running backs. All running backs. I think it's going to be all dominant running backs, and if I was in that first six, I would go running back. Now, I usually – Always tell people, um, don't get too nervous about drafting. You know, like they, they freak out if they don't get a running back in the first round. They so a lot of people freak out. I was never one of those people, and I've shown that and proved that. Like you know, it's worked really well by having dominant wide receivers, and then like you know, RB twos to fill in. It's been well. It was worked out well for me for the most part. But in this draft, like it's this year, I, I feel that you have to kind of get a running back the, at first. The past round. couple of years, everybody, <clears throat> you know, the trend with. Uh, this, the experts were RB0. Don't draft a running back, obviously, because they drop like flies, you know, and, you know, it's so interchangeable. But these guys are so valuable and their uh, usage is so high. Well, this that is this. You is, need to pick up a running back. They make or break your season. See, that's the thing. Like I said, like, I don't, I, I don't know if you need to. Like, I, I believe now more than ever because the way that, in order to be a prime running back, in this day and age, the way the game is played now. Like, even quarterbacks are different. Like, it's more important now to have a mobile quarterback than a quarterback that knows to stay inside the pocket. And if you look at the top six that I have ranked, I know, like, or, you know, even the top six running – because who do you have number seven, by the way? Number seven, Melvin Gordon. All right, so at least we know who the top six running backs are. Yeah. So the top six running backs – I'm sorry, you want to say something? No, the reason why Mm -hmm. I have him uh, number seven is that he does have – what concerns me is his knee. Okay. You know, so he's been nicked up this year. Last year, you know, the, two years ago, two seasons ago, he had problems with his knee. Yeah. So that's what concerns me. That's why he drops to number seven. Well, that that's why I have him also as the, you know, the lowest running back out of all the running backs. Yeah, he's my RB6. Right, like but I still have him above DeAndre Hopkins, though. You know what I mean? He's average, Since his sophomore season, he's averaging 12 touchdowns a year. But what I said, but what I was trying to get at was if you look at the top six running backs, they're all pass-catching running backs. You know, Ezekiel Elliott catches the least amount of passes out of all of them, but he's still a very good pass-catching running back. Yeah, and his uh, his uh, reception this year went up, right? Yeah, it went up. Yeah. And if Charlie would have made this bet from the beginning of the year, he said he was going to be a top five, top, number one overall and top five overall, but he ended up being the 11th overall player. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but the point is, um, even at, I'm sorry, 11th overall running back. He, he ended up being RB eleven. Zeke Elliott. He ended up being, even though he led the, you know, he led the league in rushing yards. He still ended up being just running RB eleven. So yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so anyways, um. Oh no no sorry. Oh, he was in RB top five. He was overall eleven. That's why right. I, I did it, I did it backwards. All right. He All was right. RB five. I was about to say oh, that's no no no. That's he was low. he was a top he was a top five RB, but he ended up being RB. He ended up being the eleventh overall fantasy player. Excuse me, I was wrong. I'll take that back. But anyways. But, yeah, but that's that's the main thing I was saying. I have Melvin Gordon in there because his work on the field, you know, he's, like, the huge focal point in there. And I, I get his knees a little banged up, but still, he's he's a fantasy all-star. So I have him in the sixth. I have DeAndre Hopkins seventh. All right, so we both have the same wide receiver. Yeah, as going, going as the number one wide receiver at hey, seventh. I got a crazy stat. What? All right. 
So this season he had 115 I think I know, I know where you're going. Yep, go ahead. You How many it. drops? Go ahead. You can say it. <laughs> Zero. You can say it. exactly. Nada. Nil. Yep. That's Zero drops. DeAndre Hopkins. He's a beast. Yeah, no, that's a hundred. I'm actually wrote an article about this, and I'm uh, looking to post it out online on different websites. And I said that you know, like, listen, you know, if you uh, if you can't trust a guy who doesn't drop a single pass after playing every single game this season, I, I don't know what to tell you. That's why I have him as the number one wide receiver. Number eight, though, who do you have ranked number eight? Devontae Adams. Okay, I have what a lot of people might not agree with. I still have Antonio Brown ranked number eight. No, I don't have him up there. Now, let me ask you why was that? Well, now it just with the speculation of where he if he's going to be back at Steelers or not. And now you heard the owner of the Steelers saying that he doesn't see Brown being a Steeler next season, which is concerning. So we don't know if he's going to have Big Ben back there. If you know, what do you think? What do you think he should end up where he should end up? Well, it's 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 not where I think he should end up because it's who's going to give the better deal to the Steelers. Right, so we don't know uh, where he would end up. Who? What do you think? I I don't know if he would fit into the whole plans of what that team's trying to do to pay the price to get him. I mean, he did turn thirty last year, so he's turning thirty one this year. Um, but still, I I think not for nothing, he'd probably play play pretty well with the Jets. The Jets have the money, so they could. Pay they have them. the money, but the thing is, like, but the thing is, like, with such a, with you know, with the brand new, with brand new Sam Darnold, who's looking, to, who's looking well, but they need a wide receiver. They have a big need at wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, but what, and in this draft coming up, they could do, they could do well to pick up a defensive end what, or or an offensive what, lineman. Even. What a wide receiver with that type of character, you need a a veteran quarterback to steer him. If you're gonna have this rookie quarterback with Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. No way. It's I, not I don't, work. I don't, I don't, maybe. I don't Listen, I don't know. You never know. I, I, I think that he would do well with the Jets. I think there's a- And he's a very competitive guy. So, like, I'll, I could see him more going to, to uh, the Colts. The Colts might have the money mm-hmm. to pay him. Yeah, but, you know, with them already having T.Y. Hilton, the defense doing so well, I think maybe I, I think the Colts are more than likely to get Le'Veon Bell as yeah, a need more. Even though Marley Malkin's doing has been doing well, but I think if they had Le'Veon Bell, I think that would just be an unstoppable offense. Yeah, well, excel, with, excel them. And with level. that offensive line that's doing so well. I mean, listen, did you see Quinn and Nelson at that game, how he just put the clamps on Clowney? Hey, your pick with the Colts. I know, like, we were doing it live, but it's looking good. It's looking good. I think they, they slept on, man. They're the most underrated team this year. You know, like right now, I think uh, the matchup against the Chiefs is pretty good for them because they do have the better defense. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that the, the Chiefs defense is, like, uncanny and phenomenal and almost borderline unstoppable, but the bad the defense from the Colts is not all that bad. So they could possibly – I'm not saying stop it, but they can probably contain it a bit. I just don't think that Chiefs defense is strong enough to contain the Colts. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't believe it. Anyways. But Antonio Brown is still my number eight pick. He's number eight for me. I know you have Devontae Adams in there, and for good reason you have Devontae Adams in there. But I have Antonio Brown because this is his sixth straight season of 300-plus fantasy points. I don't think a change of a football jersey or scenery or quarterback is going to stop to slow down this competitor. I don't think so. That, that's fine because for me, I have him as my wide receiver three, which is my ni- my ninth pick. Oh, okay. do you? Do, by the way, do you, do you watch the show The Masked Singer? You ever heard of it? The Masked Singer? Yeah, you mentioned it to me last uh, last week, and I actually watched it with my girlfriend. And, right? Um, it's, it's it's cool, she right? She enjoyed it. She's like, is there any more episodes? And I was like, no, it was the first one. I was like, and then she's like, damn, why? It's on Wednesdays. You saw the second one, though? No, no. Oh, they pro- brought out a whole new group of characters. Yeah, we'll probably watch it tonight. And they exposed one of them. I, I won't say the exposed, but don't, I, I, won't say, I won't say for the second one, but from the first one, Antonio Brown was one of the characters. He was the hippo. 
And he's saying, my Spoiler prerogative. alert. Well, there it goes. Ah, well, <laughs> they'll find it out. It's, it's, it's yeah. coming to a third one. It's on Wednesday nights on Fox. All right. It's actually really cool. My wife hasn't given it a chance yet, but I know when she does, she's going to watch it. She's gonna, I, I, I think it's really, really no, cool. No, it's good. It's enjoyable. It's yeah. watchable. I like it. Uh, anyways, moving on. So you have Devontae Adams, number eight, and then number ninth, you have Antonio Brown, okay? Yes. I have number ninth, I have Tariq Hill. Okay. Now... This is for me. So I think so. My first half for for me, the league is all running backs, and I'll let you know now. The next half is all wide receivers, and I think between Tariq Hill, like Devontae Adams, and like these next core group that end out the 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 first round, I don't think there's a big, huge, giant separation between all of them as far as talent wise. No. So I'm kind of nitpicking a little bit here on my reasons why I have somebody ranked over the other. Like, one reason I have Tariq Hill ranked over the other is simply because of what we run right now. Now, a defense in the offseason could change very dramatically, very easily. Yes. But if you're playing the, Ra- the Raiders twice and you have, you're on an offense like the Chiefs and you have this great, you know, that sensational Patrick Mahomes throwing 50 touchdowns every year, 12, which went to you, that's a pretty safe pick. And yeah, no, his upside with touchdowns is there. So Ups- yeah, I, 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 he's the fastest. He's one of the fastest running wide receivers in the game. And, explosive, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why I have him ranked over Devontae Adams. And Devontae Adams, for me, comes in at 10th. So who do you have ranked 10th? James Conner. You have James Conner as 10th? Wow. Yeah. That, that does a, that, there, there, there is where you and I have a big difference. Yeah, so Steelers are known to have good running backs that right. perform well, especially in fantasy. Right. And, you know, James Conner is the afterthought ever since he got injured. But since, you know, since the week one to week 13, he was RB7. Oh, wait, hold up. Sorry, he was RB5. Wait, hold up. He was he was running back number five mm-hmm. for, the, for the first oh, 13 weeks. Oh, yeah, he had weeks. a great year. So he's my RB7. He has potential to give you – RB5 numbers. He had such a great year where they weren't even worried about Le'Veon Bell coming back. Anymore. Yeah, and Le'Veon Bell is not coming back next year. I don't season. think Le'Veon Bell is even expecting that. He's like, ah, man, this guy's doing good. He's like, you know. But, so, um, yeah, I have him there. He he should be he should be in, in, in the first round. I I wouldn't have him that high as 10th. Now, the, the, even the reason I even have Devont, Devontae Adams below Antonio Brown, below Tariq Hill, one big reason I'm going to have there is that, yo, I'm just nervous about the division. He's got to go twice against – the two, because there's there's three cornerbacks that led the league in interceptions, and two of them are in Devontae Adams' division. That's Kyle Fuller from the Bears and Xavier Rhodes from the Vikings. And let's not forget about Darius Slay. Darius Slay from the Lions. He's also really good. So he's got to face these three elite cornerbacks. So out of the, you know, like like the, what would, um, before the playoffs start, fantasy football, it's, it's a 12-week regular season for the most part. So out of those 12 weeks regular season, even the playoffs, so put, you know, whatever, the whole 16 game, six of them are against elite cornerbacks. But he did that this year, and he still killed. Yeah, 13 touchdowns. Yeah, he still – no, he's he's second overall in touchdowns. With Aaron Rodgers, he struggled this season. And he did struggle and he, and this he season. he got shut down. Don't get me wrong. Like, he still played them this year, and he still killed. But that's why I just have him ranked lower because of the fact that he has to face these three elite cornerbacks – two times this season. That's guaranteed that who knows what other quarterbacks he has to face. You know what I mean? Or what other quarterbacks could emerge. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't look exactly at the whole schedule for them. But that's uh, that's just the reason why I have him there. He's still a safe pick. Yeah, so, granted, let's say he has he had 13 touchdowns. So there there has to be some regression in the touchdowns, uh, you know, right. stat. So let's say he gets 10 or 9. That will still put him in wide receiver 4 or 5, more or less. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, so we have a big difference there with James Conner. You have you have James Conner as 10. So to round out the top 10 for me is between, uh, in order, is Saquon Barkley, Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, Tariq Hill, and Devontae Adams. Run down your top 10 for me real quick. One, Gurley. Two, Barkley. Three, Elliott. Four, McCaffrey. Five, Hopkins. Six, Kamara. Seven, Gordon. Eight, uh, Adams. Nine, Antonio Brown. And 10th, James Conner. Now, moving on to number 11th. Who do you got ranked there? Michael Thomas. Okay. As my, I, as my wide receiver four. Okay. I, I have I have Julio Jones in there. I'm okay with that. And 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 he almost, you know, and the reason I have him below these guys like Devontae Adams, Tariq Hill, and all those guys is mainly just because of touchdowns. I mean, he had eight touchdowns this year, but Calvin Ridley had 10 touchdowns in his rookie season. And Antonio Brown hasn't had double-digit receiving touchdowns since 2012. Yeah. And right now they're changing the offensive coordinator, so... That's, yeah. that's why he drops for me. Yeah, I mean he he did he has the you know he did lead the league in receiving yards. So no, he's a beast. He's yeah, top he's, three to me. Top yeah. He's, some people say he's probably the top the best wide receiver in the game. Some people say that. Yeah, you know, no, but he's a but beast. because of the touchdown situation is why I don't have him there because uh, it's not real uh, dependable. I have Michael Thomas number twelve. I Who do you have number twelve? Tyreek Hill. Oh, you have Tyreek Hill number twelve. So Julio Jones didn't even make your first round. No, he didn't make a first round for you. Wow. Okay. All right, well, I have Michael Thomas number 12, and the reason I gave him the first-round pick is mainly because of his catch percentages. He has 85%. That, that's, that's the most out of all top 50 qualifying wide receivers. Yeah, no, and I can't disagree there. 85, you throw passes to him, 85% of them are going to fall in his hands. That, that's insane, you know? Uh, yeah, so that, that's the main reason. But also the main reason why he's also last in the first round for me is because, you know, some weeks he'll give you like 40 points, 38 points, 32 points. Next week he gives you seven. You yeah. know, it's like it's annoying when that happens. All right, so that closes out the first round. So number 13th, who do you have? Le'Veon Bell. Man, Julio Jones not even in there for you at all. See, now that's one, another one we have agreed. I also have Le'Veon Bell, number 13th. We don't know what team he's going to yet. No, but he, he <clears throat> he's, he's going to end up – he could end up being top RB5, like, you know, top, top running back. So. Especially in the right scheme, you know. Like, I mean, like, if he goes to, like, let's just say, like, uh, you know, what other team has, like, a decent usage at running back? I'm trying to think that they haven't. Like, um, Houston. Yeah, like Houston, like Lamar Miller is like a part of that. If he goes to Houston, may, you know, Lamar Miller might take away some. Or or Tampa. No. Where Arenas, Bruce Arenas, he he used David Johnson a lot in Arizona. He likes running backs that catch from the back. No, he'll do well. I'm just saying that like maybe that might hold him back. Like what team could he go to? Oh, that'll hold, that'll him, hold back? him back. Oh, like, no, like, no, like, so who else can share? With? Yeah, go because they might they'll they'll still use Lamar Miller. Yeah, but. I think he's a good. I think he'll he'll, he'll kill if he went Be- to the Bell, Colts. Bell is a three down back. So I think he'll kill if he went to the Colts. To be honest, with you. okay. If he went to that, that's that's my hope for him. So number fourteenth, who do you have? Julio Jones. Okay, so now the so emergency. He's my wide receiver six. So then this guy didn't even make it to your five fourteenth either, because number fourteen for me is Odell Beckham Jr. And we just just the name itself. I don't really have to explain why, but of course there's also injury concerns. There's quarterback concern, quarterback play concerns. But that's why I have Odell there as number fourteenth overall, and I have a number fifteen. And who I have at number fifteenth is this is why I told you we have a big difference there between ten and fifteen is James Conner. Okay, I put James Conner as fifteenth. All right. So moving on after fifteenth, who do you have number sixteenth? This is where it starts to get like juju. Real. Okay, that's close. I have, I almost have Juju there. I didn't have Juju there. Juju, yeah, he definitely deserves. He's he's going up. He was taking about third round last year. Now he's going to move up and be taken somewhere in the second, early second, which he had a phenomenal year. Which he'll gonna he's going to move up if and when Antonio if and when Antonio Brown moves. 
Yeah, he's definitely going to move He's going to definitely probably move up somewhere maybe in the first round, maybe. Or uh, let's say beginning second. Yeah, you know, end of the first, start of the second, he'll probably move up. I, I might – if if he – if Antonio Brown leaves, depending which team he leaves to, I'll probably put him above Le'Veon and with that 13th pick, Juju. I'll put him from, you know – because I have him ranked 16th. I mean, 17th, 17th. You have him 16th. I have him ranked 17th right now. And I'll probably put him right above Le'Veon. I don't think I'll do that. Why? Antonio Brown always had the better uh, uh, cornerback mm-hmm. base, matchup-wise. So that's why maybe Juju has maybe, been, you're right. been, been performing well. So if he ends up being the top wide receiver for the Steelers, then his matchup with the cornerbacks is going to be a little bit much more difficult. Maybe, maybe. You could be right there. We'll see. But, I did, you know, this, this is what this, the early predictions are. Yeah. Um, I have at 16th, I have ranked Nick Chubb. Okay. Starting running back for the Browns. Very good when he got that role after Carlos Hyde left. And they named the, – uh, they're, they're naming or they're going to name? Or they did name the new head coach, which was – Which is uh, off, offensive coordinator. Yeah, who, the, who the took over. The offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. yeah the guy who took – and – they, I, I, I forgot these stats. I should have them right here. I don't have them with you right now. I'll look them up and I'll, I'll repost what Matthew Barry posted up. And it shows that what a difference he's done for that team and how much of an impact that how we utilize like Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb to the best of their abilities. And for them both being rookies last year and for him to do, for that coach to do with those two what he did for that short time, I just think after a whole season with them, he's, they're, they're going to explode. And I think he's definitely worthy of a 16th overall pick. Who do you have, 17? 17, I have Nick Chubb. Okay, and the coach right is uh, Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens, name. there you go. I knew it was like a funny last name. Yeah, so I have him as my RB9. He ended as an RB9 since week seven when he started. Yeah, so, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He's that, 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 so we both have around there. So who do you have ranked at 18th? Joe Mixon. Mm, a little bit of a difference there for you and I, too. That's a difference, you he and I. He ended as an RB10 this year. And he had a. He didn't end as an RB10 this year. Yes. No, he didn't. No way. No way. I'll tell you right now. No, he didn't. Oh, yes, he did. He ended up as number 10 overall. There you go. Yeah. So he's my RB10 as well. So. Oh, man. Charlie was right about that. There you go. Yeah, he said he was, even though he was injured for a lot of the times. He, he, still he ended up missed a couple 10. of games, and he still ended as an RB10. And, you know, with no quarterback up uh, behind him at the end of the season, so. Yeah, I like Joe Mixon. I still don't have him no, up there okay, that high. No I, ha- I have a bunch of other people higher there. Like, I have at 18th. It's sad to have him up there. Like, this low or even kind of hard to put in this high. But still, new head coach, you know, you, you know, he's probably going to use him use him better, you know, especially like more like college kind of play and, you know, more of a high-octane high offense. I, I still have David Johnson there. And I have David Johnson number 18. And he's on my 19th. He's your 19th? My yeah. 19th, I was – it's rough. That after such an incredible season this man had, who I have at 19th, that I still am worried is putting him as a top 20 overall pick. And that's Adam Thielen. I have Adam Thielen as 19th. Okay. It's it's just sad. Like, he had such a great season, but also towards the end, he just did so bad. And he was just wasn't used as much as he was throughout the whole season. It was so weird. Kind of fizzled out, I guess. Yeah, it fizzled out. And I don't, for, for what reason? It, but it's his production at the beginning of the season. He couldn't keep up with that. No way. He, I think he could have and should have. How many uh, games straight he had a touchdown? It was, it was, a, it was I'll amazing. Look, I'll look it up. But, yeah, but, but I have Adam Thielen as uh, my overall Number 19th overall. Uh, Adam Thielen, not a straight touchdown. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six straight games. Yeah. With at least a touchdown. And 20th for me is Mike Evans, who's my wide receiver nine. Well, who do you have at 19th? David Johnson. Oh, yeah, David Johnson's 19th. Okay. Yeah. And 20th is who again? Mike Evans. 
A little bit of a difference there for us. I have T.Y. Hilton there as number 20. All right. Because T.Y. Hilton is just has a great rapport with uh, Andrew, Lu- Andrew Luck, you know, gets those long, deep passes and is as well. Who do you have as uh, 20, 22, 21? Dalvin Cook. I have Dalvin Cook there as well. That's my RB12. So. RB12, okay. And then uh, 22, I have Joe Mixon. Adam Adam Thielen. You have Adam Thielen there. Okay. 20. He's my wide receiver 10. He's your wide receiver 10? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then 23? Aaron Jones. Pretty high. I don't have him that high. You don't have him that high? Not that high. But that's pretty high. Uh, I have Travis Kelsey. Okay. So you have 24? T.Y. Hilton. This where we're gonna see this is where it's getting low, but it's, we're not wrong about this. We're not wrong about any. We're not of these. that far off though. The one that we're the, the furthest off is uh, James Conner. James Conner. Yeah. I have Mike Evans is twenty four, and then wrapping up for twenty six. I mean twenty six, twenty five. Travis Travis Kelsey. Okay, so yeah, so we're 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 about all the same with I that. I think we have all the players. We have all the players. We have all the same players. Same yeah, players there's not one player that's out of it. <laughs> well, no, sorry, I have one. Sorry, I forgot. My twenty fifth one is 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 different. Okay, it's uh, Mike Evans. No, I have Mike Evans. I mean, sorry, not Mike. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Sorry. That's oh, yeah, I mean. no. He's Because you have Aaron 25. Jones. That's the difference. Yeah. I don't have Aaron Jones in the top uh, 25. There you go. I have uh, Keenan Allen as 25. All right. Overall. No. He's out of my top 25. No, you know, it's because new new head coach, you know, Jamal Williams did start doing well when after Aaron Jones left. I still believe that Aaron Jones is going to be the top running back because he is the better running back. But I just think that what Jamal Williams did after Aaron Jones was hurt, you can't ignore it, and he's still going to be used, you know? Yeah, but Aaron it. Jones is still going to be the top running back, I feel. And I hope he is because he's my keeper in the league next in the league next year. He's one of my keepers. So, All right, so in another segment of this episode, what we're doing is still about rankings, is we told you about the top 25, which in a 12-team league, that means you're going all the, first, the full first two rounds and – the first pick in the third round. So, you know, about there. We'll post up our rankings on our Instagram. Remember, it's at BFB Podcast and on our Twitter at Podcast BFB and let us know who you agree with more. Moving on now to another part of the segment of the show to finish out the show is something that we're going to talk about whose stock rises and whose stocks falls. So who has a rising stock, who has a fall stock? And these are people that are around, that are outside our top 25 that either they're going to drop outside of top 25 or these are people that were taken way low last year, and they're going to go way up. So why All don't right. you start us off, my caddy, and then we'll you know start the ball rolling with that. All right, so one guy that I feel is going to be a riser is Chris Carson. Chris, Car- Yeah, Chris Carson is definitely going to go he up. He finished the year as RB number 15. In 2018, the ADP, he was 90, which was an RB 34, uh, pretty much around the seventh round. And to me, this year, well, in 2019 season, he's going to jump to be an RB2, and I'll place him anywhere between the third or fourth round. So you see him as, like, a strong RB2 going to third or fourth round? Yeah, yeah he, so he, he jumps, like, three, four rounds for me. Well, he was, his ADP last year was 6.7, so I mean, he's in the sixth round with the seventh pick. That was his average ADP last year. Players yeah. that were taken over Chris Carson last year were guys like Rex Burkhead. I mean, I'm, when I mean over, Royce I mean like within this, within this, yeah. But no, yeah. Well, Royce he was taking the fourth round. When I mean over, I was taking. I mean, I took him. He was like, no, actually, his ADP was in the third round. When I mean over, I mean like in um. Oh, in that same round? Like not the same round, but around the same area. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Chris, like Rex Burkhead, uh, Dion Lewis, Marshawn Lynch, Jay Ajayi. Like these are all players that were taken around Chris Carson. that were taken before he was last year, and he, and, you know, he he had a great year, and I. 
I took him, and I was happy with that, especially when I went heavy with a three RB with three wide receiver first three rounds. Did you win that? That uh, no, nah, I didn't win that. Uh, but I, still, I, and the one and that I won well. the standard, mm-hmm. I, I took him, and I did good. You know, I held on to him, and boom, won the chip. There you go. Uh, one guy I know that's talking about somebody who's on the way up and on the rise, whose stock is going up, for me, is Robert Woods. Robert Woods is definitely the guy who's going up because, listen, I know Robert Woods. I knew he was going to be good. I knew he was having a good season, and I, I didn't think he was going to be this good. The guy averaged 16.6 fantasy points per game. I don't think he had a single game where he wasn't double digits, you know? Uh, and that was also being part of this great trio of wide receivers that the Rams have. They have a really strong trio. He ended up finishing at wide receiver 11th. Now, Stephon Diggs finished at wide receiver 10, but he only had one full point over Robert Woods. So it's not like he, like, you know, blew him out the water and was that much ahead of him. Robert Woods was almost there inside the top 10. He barely missed it. And Woods actually, believe it or not, he led all those Rams wide receivers <clears throat> in yardage. <clears throat> he had the most yardage out of all those Rams. And he actually tied Cooper Cup for the most touchdowns for the Rams. Yeah, but I think it, that has to do with more with Cooper Cup. But Cooper, Cooper Cup still played eight games. He played eight games, but that's... Does, half the season. Yeah, half the season. But still, with half the, but still, with half the season him playing, and he's still like... He still outperformed them all. Like it's not like it's not like it was just like he missed like almost the whole season. Half the season, I mean, yeah, it's a lot, but it's not that much. I still see him going up. Now, yeah, look at it this way. He was taking he ended up as wide receiver number eleventh. He was taking it with an average ADP, average draft position, of nine point eight of the eighth pick in the ninth round. Yeah, no, he definitely jumps. Guys third, who guys who took before Robin Woods, like around the area, or like guys like Mike Williams, Jordy Nelson, Nelson Aguilar, Devin Funches, Randall Cobb. Ugh. These are all players that people took above Robin Woods. Yeah, that you can still pick up in the waiver wire. Just yeah, in case exactly. You want <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so who else do you have uh, whose stock changes this year, Marchetti? Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, he finished as a wide receiver 16. Uh, that's an ADP of 36 for, you know, projection for um, next year. And uh, want to look at this? This is interesting. He finished behind T.Y. Hilton this year in, and behind Odell in front of Tyler Tyler Boyd, Jarvis Landry, and Amari Cooper, and Kenny Galladay. So he finished in, uh, ahead of those guys and just behind T.Y. Hilton and Odell. Yeah, so, just behind T.Y. Hilton and Odell. So he, in, in 2018, he went as a wide receiver 54, which puts, puts him at an ADP at 143. He had an ADP of the eleventh pick in the eleventh round. Yeah, he's so he's jumping to me for in the fifth round at least this season. Um, Coming up, the thing that stood out to me most about Tyler Lockett was the fact that uh, I, I mentioned that out of the top fifty qualifying wide receivers, who uh, Michael Thomas had a catch percentage. I'll tell you right now, eighty-five percent catch percentage. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett was second with eighty. Have you seen his catches? Some of those touchdowns? Some of them. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's like, uncatchable, and he made them, you know? So, he's good. He, yeah. He's moving up there. With, with an 80% catch rate also, that's that's really good to trust. I mean, we know DeAndre Hopkins hasn't dropped a single pass, but he's still has a 70% catch rate, so. As far as uh, the sophomores coming up, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Dante Pettis, who do you like? DJ Moore. <clears throat> I like Dante Pettis. And Calvin Ridley. I like Dante Pettis. That's not the 49ers get Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, well, that would change everything. But right now, <laughs> you know, with Pierre Garçon most likely out, right? Uh, and Jimmy Garoppolo playing healthy. Yeah. I, I see uh, 
I see Dante Pettis doing something great this season coming up. Uh, the games that he played, which is eight games, he averaged uh, a total of 12.94 fantasy points, which will put him as a low-end wide receiver, too. So you see Dante Pettis going up. Yeah. I'll tell, let's, let's tell you one guy that I think is going to fall. One guy is going to drop. Go ahead. That is Rob Gronkowski. Gronk's oh, yeah. going to drop. He's going <laughs> to yeah. fall. Listen, he had a very un-Gronk-like year. I know there was and, – and you know what? This is the thing that upsets me is that with so many injuries to the tight end position, there was so many injuries, you know what I mean, that, like, he still finished at 11th overall, just outside the top 10. Like, he – everybody was dead in the tight end position. It was hard to find anybody or that you wanted to trust the place in there. And he finished as tight end number 11th. Um, he only averaged ten point one points, and that's not including the games that he missed. He missed three games. I'm not. I'm not factoring that in. You're not factoring. In. I'm not factoring that in. And that's still bad. Yeah, and it's still terrible. He's averaging only ten points. So uh, you know, I know, but there's a lot of reasons. You know, Brady hasn't been himself. You know, uh, and this year, not for nothing, was actually the second lowest year for the amount of targets that Gronk had when he played a season that had double digit games. So, but last year he had an ADP of the ninth pick in the second round. No, yeah, I picked him in the second round, and I regret it. Thankfully, I took I, him. I, I traded him, but we we traded him for not so great players. So yeah, it didn't he really did. work out. <laughs> I took I took him one in one league at the third round. Okay, so it wasn't like the worst thing for me, but still, like if you look at players that were taken, I mean, Gronk was taken ahead of players like Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, T. Y. Hilton, Adam Thielen. These are all players that, like, in the round of vicinity that Gronk was taking ahead Yeah, of. and that could have drastically changed your team. Absolutely, yeah. Big time. They're talking about a couple of wins there. Big time. Uh, who else you got for me, Marketing? For fallers? Yeah, we, either one, whatever. Right. Say what you want. So, this one people might not like as much is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> even even fall? Though, yeah, even though, like, the what, what I'm saying fall, right, is I think he's going to be picked too high this season coming up. I know he was like undrafted, or he was picked up in the like tenth round and eleventh round in last year's uh, draft. He's picked ten point. His average yeah, GDP was ten round. pick in the tenth round. Yeah, so tenth, eleven, right? So right, but he's not considered a fall no, guy. No, no, but I feel like it's gonna be a little bit too overhyped. So I don't so you know. th- you just don't think he's gonna just like do what he did before? Yeah. So I mean that I could see, but you can't consider him a fall guy. No, he's not gonna be a fall guy. So but I, 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 but, but I I I know what you mean. I'm that taking a hot take here. It's a hot take. All right, here, all right. You, 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 you're doing it for shock value. Yes. But uh, it, I, but I I guess you're saying that like you don't you still wouldn't like take him as high as he's probably gonna go because he's gonna go like third fourth round because he's the number one quarterback this season, right? Yeah. So. Most likely, he's going to be picked as the number one quarterback. He's going to be picked the upcoming. Season. He's going to be he's going to be ranked there in like the th- early third round. And guess what? No quarterback finished back to back number one in fantasy. Right. You know since when? Since when? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you're you're I, asking I w- me. I went back all the way till 2002, and I haven't seen any quarterback that finished back to back number one. Which will put you know as a number one quarterback, it will put him in a rank of draft position 28. You know, so I feel like that's a little bit too early for him. Might, might be. I, I th- hear that point, but, he, but you can't consider him a fall. No, nah, no, nah, he's not a fall, but, you know, I just want to do a little hot take. So now you, know, you got like, to give, give me a faller. A uh, faller? No. Nah, a uh, faller, faller will be Tom Brady. You yeah, know? definitely. You see on the quarterbacks. He was drafted at, at an average ADP of 47, which is like the end of the third. Uh, and this year he finished as a quarterback 12, which will put, which, which will put him around – 
eighth and tenth round next season, you know, around a hundred. So I, I see him going more or less about like like eighth round, yeah, next season. Yeah. So you know, th- that's who's going to drop. So he's dropping like four or five rounds for me. So yeah. I agree. Uh, I'll give you another guy who's going to fall. Who? <laughs> Please stop me. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Stop it. Who right, right. <laughs> flex? Um, I got Jay Ajayi. He's going to fall. Who? Who? Jay Ajayi. Yeah. Or as my, my wife, when she sees a name, goes, Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi. So go look. It's Ajayi. 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 I thought it was funny. Uh, she knows it's not his name, but you know when you look at it right away, because like you know Jay Ajayi, she's like, oh, Ajayi. Ajayi. Like, yeah. Uh, but the, you know what the thing is here with JHI for the most part, it's really not his fault. Why he's really dropping for the most for the most part, it's not his fault. Besides his bad knees, that's what I'm saying. That's the main reason is because of his injuries. The guy just can't stay healthy in the field. He hasn't that's played. Not, that's why the Dolphins traded him. He hasn't played a single so far a single full healthy year. Now he's only 25 years old, still young. You know what I mean? Like for a running back, that's not young. I guess. I guess. It's like you're right there at that age. I mean, the 30 is a big drop-off. At 30, you're still young, you know what I mean? But I guess for running back, you start getting to, like, that middle-aged part at 25. But the thing is, is that, you know, he can't stay on the field. He has the bad knees. But even that, if you if you take all the games he's played, he's only averaging 4.25 yards throughout his whole career. It's not that great, you know what I mean? And also, it's such a crowded backfield there, you know, with, with all those running back And... With Josh Adams, with the emergence of him and him doing well, it just doesn't bode well for JHI. So he had an ADP last year of the 11th pick in the fourth round, 4.11. And I, I just don't see him going that high anymore. I see him drop into like the seventh round, eighth round, maybe less, because I see Josh Adams going over him. Josh I, Adams? I see that happening. Now, we did not, you know, see what happens when he gets, you know, when we start learning more about it. But I see Josh Adams like now going out on after him. Now, look at this. These are players that were taken. After Jay Ajayi, people decided to take Jay Ajayi over these players like Brandon Cooks, Golden Tate, Allen Robinson, and Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. So, like, these are all players you could have took it over Jay Ajayi that did better for you. I got I got another riser. So, George Kittle finished oh, as a yeah. tight end three. Oh, yeah. Which will put him as a number 23 in ADP. Uh, he finished behind Keenan Allen in front of David Johnson and Joe Mixon. He goes from a tight end 13 last draft, a dra- last draft, which is a 126 ADP. <laughs> I just heard you say tight end. <laughs> it just reminds me of that show at, uh, you know, The Office. There's an episode where, like, uh, Jim had to, like, tell Michael Scott that Dunder Mifflin wanted to buy out the Michael Scott paper company. Oh, and you know, that, that episode is hilarious. And you know, yeah, it's great. It's a great episode. But you know how dumb that Michael Scott is? And then Jim's like, all right, we'll see you titans of industry later. Well, we're not only tight ends. We're also quarterbacks, you know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, like, so stupid. Well, go on. I didn't mean to go. I really heard. Watch. When you hear this episode later, you're going to hear yourself. All right. I'll hear I know you. I know you meant tight ends, but I heard Titans. Titans. Yeah. Tight ends. So, to me, he's this year coming up. He's going to end. I have him ranked as my tight end three, of course. Mm-hmm. And that'll put him in the third round. Somewhere around 833 ADP. Yeah, man. Like, 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 uh, he, he, he had, you know, th- th- the third overall tight end, like you said, you know, and he was taken in the 12th round last year. He had, I still all see him going to third round as well. You know, him, Kelsey, Ertz. I'm I'm definitely going to make an effort to draft one of these three tight ends, Ertz, at least Kelsey, one, in at least one league, or, or, or in all uh, leagues. Or Kittle, 
because I think that will make a big difference in your fantasy team. Because if you you saw the whole, you know, the whole yeah. tight end field is it's been bizarre. Now, now don't get me wrong. Like I said, like I know that um, he wasn't like a stud per se every single game. But the thing is, the guy went through three different quarterbacks and still performed. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's not like every game he had double digit points, but he still did well enough. He still did very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like look at the, look at all these other tight ends that were taken over George Kittle. It was like Jack Doyle, Jimmy Graham, Trey Burton, David Njoku, Kyle Rudolph. All thought he was gonna be better. George Kittle ended up doing great. Tight end number three. Speaking of another tight end that you could go for, and I'll give you that one. As I'm sure you know I'm going to say. Eric Ebron. He's going to move up. He's going to move way up. He ended up as tight end number four overall. Now, look at this. I'm going to tell you. Ebron, to tell you how well his year was, right, he led all the tight ends in touchdowns. He had the most touchdowns out of all the tight ends. He actually ties Devontae Adams for second overall of most touchdowns overall. Antonio Brown had the most catching touchdowns this year with 15. Eric Ebron ties Devontae Adams with 13th for the most overall. Not even that. Eric Ebron this year had more touchdowns in his one year with the Colts than he did accumulated with all his touchdowns with the Lions. With Matthew Stafford. With Matthew Stafford. Accumulated. Actually, in, 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 he set a new record for touchdowns. He set a new record for targets, a new record for receptions, and a new record for yards, his personal records. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. He set a, a new personal career high, career best. And he was taken in the 13th round. He was taken after George Kittle. He was probably taken after uh, defensive players and kickers. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at, and I wrote it out. He was, taken in the tw- he was taken with the last pick in the 13th round. These are players who were taken before. Eric Ebron, who? Austin Safarian Jenkins, Devontae Parker, John Ross, Cameron Meredith, and not to forget about Justin Tucker and Steven Kotakowski. Oh, my God. They were taken before Eric Ebron. And listen, I was one of these people that didn't believe leaving Eric Ebron. I was. I was one of them. And for good reason why I was, because of the fact that what did he do with the Lions and Jack Doyle being there with the Colts. So I get it. I 100% understand it. But what a season. If you took Eric Ebron in the draft, what, probably picked him up in the waiver wire, probably, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, but if you ended up think, believing in him enough that you drafted him and you reaped the rewards of him, I mean, good for you. Because props. He had, he had, Much he had, props to you. He had a great season. Uh, let's do two more. Let's do one more each. All right. Fallers? Uh, yeah, whatever you want to give me. Doug Baldwin. He finished as a wide receiver 46 this season. Granted, he was plagued with some injuries. Missed four games. So let's prorate his average. And if you prorate his average, it will put him as a wide receiver 33 with an average of 11.99 fantasy points. Uh, He was taken in the late second round around – let me see. Hold up. Yeah, he was was taken in the late third round with an average of uh, ADP of 36 early third round, which ranked him at wide receiver 16. To me, he falls to a wide receiver 35 next season, which will put him somewhere in the sixth round. If he's, yeah. No, if he's 35, well, I don't know. Last year, wide receiver 35, at least in average ADPs, was Robbie Anderson, and he was going in the eighth, first pick in the eighth round. That's wide receiver 35. All right. Well, that's I, last I, year. I, it's going to yeah, change. But yeah. I, put, I put him in the sixth round because it is Doug Baldwin. So you had 34 other wide receivers ranked higher than Doug Baldwin. 
basically is what you're telling me. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a lot. That's like look at last year, like number thirty. No, I have I have thirty two because I have I have him as wide receiver thirty three for this season. Oh, 33 for the season, which is the seventh round. Okay. Last year, wide receiver 33 was Jameson Crowder. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Like, to think you could have got a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster instead of Doug Baldwin. I mean, shout out to my boy Jose. I helped him draft the team. I feel bad that it ended up working out. He had, like, from what we feel, stud running backs. Like, we took David Johnson with, like, the fifth pick. I did, too. Okay. And in the second round, who's my next and last guy that we'll talk about, who's going to fall, Leonard Fournette, we'll talk about him. But when we took Leonard Fournette in the second round, but late that late in the second round. Yeah, I just I just thought about that right now since you mentioned Fournette. We don't have him in our top twenty five. And he was going in Yeah, we don't first, I don't I don't have my top twenty five. He why, was going to for, uh, late first or early second. But this that, season. that that's yeah. why I'm mentioning him because he's not in the top twenty. We know we're mentioning guys who are not in the top twenty five. Yeah. That's why I mentioned him. But it's like so talk about my boy Jose, shout out to him and I feel bad. But if you look at look at the running backs that we drafted before the season and we thought they were gonna do well. We took like David Johnson with the fifth pick, right? The fifth pick, we took David Johnson. Yeah. Fifth or fourth pick, something around there. So for that huge wraparound, for Leonard Fournette to still be there? Oh, man, we took Leonard Fournette. How are you not going to be high with David Johnson and Leonard Fournette? Then in the next round, to, to, to fill out our, our wide receivers, uh, we took, I believe, Doug Baldwin. No, no, no. We took Larry Fitzgerald. Then in the fourth round, we ended up getting Jay Ajayi, who we also, I was also very high on in the, in, the, in the preseason. So if you think of like those three running backs before the season started, that's like a solid anticipation yeah it looks solid and david johnson did nothing fournette got hurt ajayi got hurt and then our next wide receiver we took in the fifth round who you just said he was going an average uh of the fourth round we ended up taking him in the fifth with doug baldwin and we thought that doug baldwin and larry fitzgerald was a decent pair of wide receivers to have who yeah. larry fitzgerald showed up and did what he we thought was going to do in the end of the season yeah but still like it's it that, didn't work it out ended up being a bad, <laughs> yeah look at that team it's a bad from what we know now it's a bad team from what we knew last year that was a very good team i remember at the beginning of the season i was high on fournette and i was trying to buy him low in my standard league and i was trying to trade camara for fournette wow yeah thank god that didn't thank god happen. that didn't happen <laughs> um yeah, because it just sucks because Fournette missed like so many games of the season due to a hamstring injury. But not even that. Even when he, but when he did play, he played well. He produced numbers. He did what we thought he was going to do when he actually played. But then, then he gets into a fight, and then loses a game for that. Like, what kind of, what kind of dumbish is that? You know what I mean? Like, so he lost that. But then the biggest thing that that has Fournette for me dropping so much. Is that the, you know? Because look, the, he's still going to be used. He's still going to be the the running back number one of that team. What? Well, uh, reason why I dropped him, and he, uh, I was considering him in my top twenty five, maybe, but I dropped him because just recently he just had a meeting with the Jags management mm-hmm. to discuss his season future. So his role as the lead dog in Jacksonville with the Jacksonville Jaguars might be up in the air. Well, it is up in the air right it's... now because he's having that meeting. So to me. That's one of the reasons. Another reason right. to drop him, not just only his no, know, that's a, his that's a, injuries. That's as a really well. good point. But the thing is, they just spend like a fourth overall pick on him in the real NFL draft. They spent on him, so you know, the, and he's like I said, he produces. He's a very good running back. He's a very very strong running back. You know what I mean? So he produces well when he plays. But the thing is, what the Jaguars did not spend a lot on is to acquire Carlos Hyde. They didn't spend that much to get him at all. So, Carlos Hyde is going to take away touches. He's going to have to because he's just too good of a running back to, to leave standing as an RB2. You know what I mean? So, right now, there's reports that there are questions about Fournette's maturity, commitment to football, conditioning, on-field behavior, and production after 
this season. Well, that's because of the fact that he was hurt with the hamstring, and then he got into a fight. So that's you know him being immature. But he's, yeah, but conditioning that you know you're getting yeah. paid for this. There shouldn't be no now when you're that young too. No excuses for that. He was thinking with an average ADP of one. Oh, nine with the ninth pick in the first round and players that were taken after him. Like, I mean, listen, now if you the two next top running backs or you know, ranked after him was like Kareem Hunt, who whatever. OK, like he ended up that jerk left. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then yeah. uh, Christian McCaffrey, like you could have had Christian McCaffrey over Leonard Fournette. But the other look at these stud wide receivers like Odell, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones. Like these are all players that you could have had over him. Adam Thielen. Adam, well, Adam Thielen was like a third, was a third rounder, round, so yeah. it was like a little bit of a reach maybe. But yeah. you know, but for a first rounder, you could have took any of those guys around that time in the ninth pick, and you wouldn't have been wrong. Yeah. All right. Uh, that does it. That's pretty good. What, you got one more? No. Well, no, that does it. We're gonna, are we going to discuss the divisional rounds? No. Why? The playoffs? No. Why? 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 It's oh. a fantasy thing. Okay. Well, we've got time anyways. Just make your quick picks for this. Uh, this are we already made our picks. Nah, but for the, well, it might change. Mine changed. Why is yours changing? What, what is what is possibly cause changing? Because of spreads. No, it's not changing. No, I'm pick. I'm still picking who's going to win. I'm not going by spreads. Who's going to win the game? Well, uh, this I have Colts versus the Chiefs. I have the Colts covering the points. Where, where's where's the spread? Go ahead. Tell me the spreads real quick, and I'll Colts, tell you Chiefs, spread. Minus, Colts, I have the win. Colts, Chiefs, Chiefs minus five and a half over under fifty seven. Colts are going to cover that. Colts cover yeah. and the over. What's the over under? Fifty seven. Over. Me too. Dallas versus Rams. Rams minus seven, 49 and a half over under. Nah, Dallas covers. Uh, give me. I think the Rams are going to cover the points. Dow- Dallas is going to lose, under. though. Dallas is going to lose. Rams are going to win. Rams win, right? They're going to cover the points over and under? the under, and I take the under, 49 and a half. Under, yeah. All right. Uh, Chargers, Patriots, minus four, 47 and a half over under. Minus four for the Patriots, right? Yeah. So you get uh, no. Chargers get four. Chargers are going to win. Chargers are going to cover that. And what's the over under? 47 and a half. Under. Uh, I'll take the over and give me the Chargers. Yeah. With four points. And they're going to win. All right. Eagles, Saints. Minus- Remember, it's different saying that they're going to win and opposed are going to cover the spread. Those are two different things. Yeah. So Well, I have them covering the, you know, getting the points. I don't and, know if they're going to win. And, oh, but who do you have winning? Who I have winning? Oh, you have the Patriots winning. Yeah, we have yeah, this right so, here. Okay. Uh, Eagles, Saints, minus eight. Over under fifty one. Saints are going to cover, and uh, the under because uh, nah, nah, give me the over. Over and the Saints are going to. And the cover. Saints are going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there yeah. we have it. But yeah, but remember, I don't like always going just by covering points. Like remember that league that we joined? I didn't realize it was picking who's going to cover the spread. I just picked who was going to win. Like I, I picked, I picked. It the, says it right there. The no, points. but I, I, I just don't look at it like that too much because I don't bet, I don't gamble. You know what I mean? Like I said, like I don't sports I, gamble. I thought since I started coming here that you know. It will get you into it. You nah, know? I'm not a gambler type of guy. And get it's familiarized because nah. I've been talking no, about know, the spreads. I know and the about them. I just, it's not, you know, don't get me wrong. I speak about it to appeal to others, not appealing too much to me. Okay, no problem. But, anyways, yeah. All right, Matt, you got our outro music all set up here. All right, so once again, party people, that's the show. That's a great show, Mark Caddy. Thank yeah. you very much for everything. We'll be back here next week, as always, as now we are weekly. And we got to start branching out more into basketball as the half of the season of basketball is already uh, almost coming to an end. And, uh, yeah, remember, always rate, 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 review, 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 share with your friends. Let them know what you think about us. We're going to post up our top 25 rankings. Let us know what you think about that. Follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast BFB. Subscribe to us, rate us, review us, share us, love us, hate us, whatever you want to do, party people. We're here to stay. Marchetti, you want to say goodbye to the party people? Peace. Peace, party people. Success nonetheless. Laters. <laughs>